On today's show, we have part two of Megan's Disneyland vacation. This is WDW, the Disney World Planning Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 181. I'm your host, Julie Elster, creator of WDW, the Disney World Planning website. And today I've got part two of Megan's Disneyland trip. If you listened through to part one, um, you know, we discussed a lot. I mean, it was an hour long episode and we're only into day one of her trip, which might seem crazy, but there was just so much to cover, so much to talk about um, just because Disneyland is so very different. You know, you're not getting off an airplane and arriving, taking a shuttle or an Uber and just arriving in the Disney bubble. There's so much more in that area. And so that was a lot of what we discussed last time we got into day one in her trip today. Day two, we talk about things like World of Color, the evening show over at California Adventure. Um, we talk about dessert party because it's it's a little bit different uh, at Disneyland, the dessert parties are less expensive, but not as inclusive. So she'll discuss what the dessert party was like, the cost, the perceived value for her and her husband. Um, she also has a very funny story towards the end that kind of took me by surprise um, regarding Oga's Cantina. So please stay tuned for that. It's towards the end of the episode. And let me know if if you know what she's talking about, because I was quite shocked. Um, okay, I'm just going to leave it at that. And I'm going to let her jump right back in to the rest of her first day. It's around 11.50. So we get our lunch and we're doing an earlier lunch because we have a four o'clock dinner reservation. So we just share a Ronto wrap from Ronto Roasters. And I mobile order that and that black calf cold brew and we just share both of them both of those are delicious those I are good choices loved it I was, I was why didn't i get this last year is what i was thinking so yeah it was a really tasty lunch and then we were um in line scanning in our uh smugglers run at twelve fifteen. uh it's so interesting how the lines move because it was standby was listed at 35 minutes and it was up to 90 minutes by the time we got off. Oh, wow. So well, rides were uh, starting to creep up in the wait times, but we that's were more off than the a ride. creep. That's a big jump. Yeah. From I mean, 30 I guess to 90 more than double. Yeah. So we're glad we wait. We were off the ride in less than 20 minutes. And I, I think it's this way at galaxy's edge in Florida too, but a lot of the characters are just roaming around. So we're heading back to Main Street to go pick up a mobile order for that dessert that I bound as. <laughs> so uh, we're walking and we see Kylo Ren with some stormtroopers. So we're standing there watching him interact with some kids. And my husband's so excited. He's like, I got to go get a better view. And he goes to the other side. And as soon as Taylor goes to the other side, Kylo Ren starts walking right at me. And he's like, <laughs> get out of my way, civilian. And I never <laughs> knew civilian was an insult, but it definitely was. Now you moment. know. Now yeah. you know. <laughs> so yeah, just like a cool interaction. Um, and where did you civilians go? So that, after the at a Galaxy's Edge, it's too insulted to stay. Uh, but yeah, so we headed over to uh, Jolly Holiday. It's a restaurant um, right at the end of Main Street before the Hub. So uh, got my macaron, macaroon. I never know which one it actually is, but <laughs> we'll accept both here. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate it. So yeah, I had it. I was like posing outside the like sign with my little dessert trying not to like crush it because I want to eat it at the same time um and it's warm outside so I say to my husband I'm like let's go eat this inside the golden horseshoe and he's like I have no idea what you're talking about I'm like let's just go I'll show you and it's um the golden horseshoe is like an old-time saloon in Frontierland and they'll have a piano player every half an hour I think it is or every hour uh they weren't playing while we were there, but you can just pop in, get a table and eat your food, which was nice to go take a little break and some AC. Are you guys planning any like formal breaks? Are you going to go rest at any point? Or are you just going to, you know, we keep plowing went, through? We kept plowing through. I wore him out. I, I, I'm like, <laughs> I'm the one who's like injured, but he was the one who was like so tired. <laughs> uh, yeah, we did not take a break that First day we we had a lamplight round lamplight lounge four o'clock reservation and um even though we're trying not to be we're trying to be more budget friendly we did book the world of color dessert party just because having a seat is nice for fireworks which is also why we wanted that earlier um, dinner reservation we had done the world of color dessert party 
during our honeymoon and we didn't finish our desserts last year. And I think you were talking about this in your last episode that like cost benefit analysis. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And (laughs) you feel like you have to jam a bunch of desserts in your face and. Yup. And I was like in the grocery store when I was like listening to that episode and was like, oh, that's me. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, I personally have a hard time justifying the dessert parties. I get why some people it's, it's a good option for them. For me personally, it's not a good option. And a big part of that is I can't, I can't eat enough desserts or drink enough um, to justify is alcohol included in this one? I know the rules on alcohol are different in Disneyland. Yeah. So it is a $90 per per 89 something per person. And that includes tax and gratuity. Now that is and cheaper it, than the Disney world one. So it includes two drinks per person and a seat while you watch the show. Okay. So it's not unlimited drinks. Correct. It's two drinks. Yeah, Disney oh, World, it's it unlimited a- drinks. But I was like, I don't know that I can even finish this one drink. But I felt like I had to. <laughs> yeah. So knowing we had like that coming up and our Lamplight Lounge dinner reservation, we that for and we basically sat for 30 minutes inside Camp Minnie's Runaway Railway. We're like, okay, I think we're good to power through today. So no breaks planned. Um, yeah, after Jolly Holiday, we headed over to Winnie the Pooh. Said hello to Splash Mountain, soon to be Tiana's Bayou Adventure, with all the scaffolding, not scaffolding, um, scaffolding, yeah, yeah, scaffolding, yeah, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, Uh, I think you got it there. Winnie the Pooh was a short wait the whole day because it's tucked back there in Critter Country, and there's no reason to go over there except for Winnie the Pooh right now. (laughs) But it's a fun, charming ride. I like it. Um, And then we had a Haunted Mansion lightning lane coming up. We needed to um, kill a little bit of time and we got on the Mark Twain riverboat. So there's the Rivers of America. Are there any boats that go in the Rivers of America in Disney World? Yes. The the Liberty Bell. I can't think of the name of the the Liberty Bell. Okay, I was right. right. I had to sit here. I'm like Googling it because I was not. Yes, I did doubt myself. It is the. It is in fact the Liberty Bell. So you can do. They call them rafts. They're really pontoon boats that just mm-hmm. like they made to look like log. Rafts. The Rivers of America in Disneyland. They have the rafts. They have the Mark Twain steamboat. They have the Columbia sailing ship, and then they have the canoes. And I kept joking with my husband. I'm like, do you want to go do the canoes? Absolutely not. I'm not doing that when we're already walking miles and miles in the day. But I'm so glad we got on the Mark Twain and not the Columbia sailing ship because the Mark Twain has different levels. So there's shade. And I did not want to be out in the sun as we're slowly going around the rivers of America. The sun makes it just so much worse. How is the humidity there? I'd imagine it wasn't as humid. It's probably not, but I, I'm just sweating up a storm. It's, <laughs> to me, to me it feels, okay. And it was like my first time using a lounge fly. Normally, I have like just a little fanny pack. So like my back. Is yes. <laughs> yeah. My last trip, I didn't even bring my lounge fly with into the parks because I was like, I don't want anything touching me that doesn't have to be touching me. Yeah. I, and I, we would be in line and I would like put the fan down my back, and like try to cool off my lower back. Uh, but I'm wearing a dress. So I couldn't like put it down the back of my shirt, which I was like, oh. it was a nice breezy dress, but I was very No, I, I understand completely. So yeah, uh, got the Mark Twain and perfect timing for a two o'clock um, Haunted Mansion lightning lane. And it only took 15 minutes to get to the doom buggy. Um, I have a question for you. When do they consider the wait time done? Do you think it's the stretching room or once you're on the doom buggy? Um, that's a good question. I think it's once you're on the dune buggy. That's yeah, that's kind of like what I would. That's what I would say. Because that's the ride vehicle. Yeah, because you're standing in another line. Like once you get out of the stretching room, you're in. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's short, but you are in another another line. line, Yeah. So I I would say once you're on the the dune buggy. I always feel (laughs) that's my that is my answer. I don't know how official it is, but that's kind of like what I I I would. So I was just interested in seeing like the different weights from the stretching room to the dune buggy and then the guardians of the galaxy mission breakout ride from the rocket room to the gantry lift elevator. I always, I was just curious, uh, but I always feel awkward after the stretching room. Cause I don't want anyone to feel like I'm cutting them. But uh. at the same time, they're not like going. So I'm like, oh, yeah. Cause it's, okay. you're all kind of, you know, mushed in this room and then you kind of have to funnel into a line and the hallway is pretty wide. So you're still, you're kind of funneled at first and then it's more of a line once you turn the corner after all the portraits so 
I'm always worried that I'm like making somebody mad. Well, nobody else is worried about it. I promise you as they're like shoving by those people aren't worried. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But so we got through that and Haunted Mansion, what a delightful ride. I just, we had just seen the Haunted Mansion movie uh, the weekend before we left. How was it? I haven't seen that one. It was a fun time at the theater. I heard it wasn't great. <laughs> it wasn't great. No, no, it's not. Danny DeVito is a treasure. And I'll well, see yes, they, so many great people in that. But I was like, it has to be good. And then I heard it wasn't good. I, I, it's, I really think it's fine. Although I had the same thought with when they made this movie 20 years ago. I was like, Eddie Murphy, you can't go wrong. It's it's Ooh. bound to be a hit. And then I saw it and was like, huh. Yeah, huh. I. Hmm. Uh, I would say, like, it wasn't the best movie ever, but it was cool to see, like, nods. I felt like this movie had more nods to the ride than the Eddie Murphy movie did. See, I think that is, I think that's the the mistake that they make. They Ooh. didn't do that with the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. They just made a really great, fun movie instead mm-hmm. of trying to do all this fan service to a very specific group of people. That's a good point. So that's my hot take here. That nobody, no, that's great. That nobody no, asked it, for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would say like eh, it, it, it wasn't a great movie, but you know, it was fun to see some things on a big screen. You got out of your house for ninety minutes. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, I, I don't love how the hot box ghost was represented, but whatever, it doesn't matter. No one asked me to help with that script. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> um, but once we're uh, off the Doom Buggy, we want to go to the Storytellers Theater. So they have Storytellers Theater, and they do, I think it's two different shows. They do a, a Tangled show and a Beauty and the Beast show. And last year, we'd seen the Tangled, so we wanted to see the Beauty and the Beast one, because Belle was my favorite princess growing up. So um, it's a cute little show. They have, like, these two storytellers singing and dancing, and they have the face character Belle join them, and they retell the story with those two doing all the other characters. Um, But it's cute. They have like little cushions on the floor for the kids, like the kids can sit on and then their parents can sit right behind them on the cushions on the floor. So that's really, it's a really cute little show. And they, the one guy did a goofy bit with playing Hogsworth, Lumiere and Mrs. Potts all at like the same scene. So it was fun to see him like pop in and out of character. Very cool. So this sounds like Enchanted Tales with Belle. Ooh, at, I have um, heard of that. Disney World. That's, but they get people from the crowd, right? Yes. Yeah, like kids oh. can come in and, and help play certain parts. But it sounds kind of kind of similar. Yeah. And there's like the songs and dancing. Um, the bell does not sing. And I think that's because they cast the cast members based on looks. But her voice, her speaking voice sounded so much like her from the movie. It was pretty cool to see. And after that, it was time to park hop and head over to DCA. I had brought a ton of scrunchies with me on this trip, but did not put any in my backpack for the day. So we did. And at this point, I'm like, while I had felt cute in the morning, I was like, I need this hair off my neck right now. So we did go in the gift shop and I was like, um, can I get a ponytail holder or a scrunchie? And then I spent $15 on two scrunchies, which I don't love, but I did. And they're cute. We were inside DCA, I think by 345. And... We're walking across the bridge to Pixar Pier and there's this castmate and she says something to me and I just, I like lean in and scrunch on my face. I'm like, what? And she goes, oh, you look beautiful. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) what? I know. (laughs) What are you saying to me? And I'm like, oh, thank you. (laughs) My husband just like teased me about that for the rest of the trip. That sounds like something I would do. Um, But he, he was, he's so funny. He was jokingly complaining last year since it was our honeymoon we had matching shirts that said just married and so both of us got compliments like and congratulations throughout the day and like this trip i i got compliments on my ears and my outfits and he was just like no one's complimenting He's like, what about me, me? What i about look me? nice too yeah. <laughs> i look pretty too yeah um so yeah there we were at lamplight lounge at four o'clock for our dinner reservation and uh we decide we're going to share an entree and share an appetizer. So we order the lobster nachos, which is huge. It's not really an appetizer. It's a meal all of, all on its own. Um, and then the Kung Pao Bao, which I guess they had for their Lunar New Year's. And it was popular and they kept it around. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, both of those sound really great. They were delicious. Our server was amazing. I That was the time I remembered. I'm like, I got to do a cast compliment. Um he recommended doing the spicy sauce on the side. I love 
spice, but my husband doesn't. Uh, it's funny because I actually can't tolerate temperature heat. So we'll always ask each other, is it too hot for me? Is it too hot for me? <laughs> like, and it's the different meanings. Yeah. And I'm glad he did because I put just a little bit of the sauce on mine and it was delicious, but I could see for Taylor, he would have been sweating. Like it was, I was for real spicy. Yeah. I, I, I'm always afraid I'm like annoying the cast members, but they have the secret menu at Lamplight Lounge for drinks and cocktails. And I had looked that up and there was one called the Sea Witch. And I don't remember what it's in, in it, but it's this purpley cute looking drink. And so our server comes back. He's like, you're ready to get some drinks going. And I say to him, I don't want to like annoy the bartenders, but do they actually like to do these secret menu drinks? And he goes, oh, I was about to tell you about the secret menu. They uh, do more of those drinks than the so regular So it's not menu. that big of a secret is what I'm hearing. It's not a secret at all, no. Um, and I had like a little um, picture somebody had made of all the drinks. Um, and I can share that with you that has all the secret menu drinks. He was like, I was just about to tell you about it. So I didn't feel bad ordering the Sea Witch. Then I make that big deal. And my husband's like, I'll just do the teaser off the regular menu. <laughs> he's like, I'll be less annoying. Thank you very much. <laughs> you know? uh, so he's the coasters are so cute at Lamplight Lounge because they have little sketches of the characters. And so I'm like admiring all of them. I'm like, oh, Mr. Incredible. He puts one down for me. And I'm like, Mama Imelda. And I like flip it over. So it's the other side. So it doesn't get all like water stained before he puts the drink down. And I didn't, I don't know. I didn't think he really noticed. But then he comes back and he has like six of the coasters. And he's like, here, you can have all these. These are the different kinds. Oh, stuff. that was really nice of him. He was a really great server. What time was it when you were done here? So we're done and we are scanning in for soaring at 4.55. So it's a less than like 50 minute um, meal, it seems like, to be able to get over to soaring by that time. Um, Lightning Lane was a nine minute wait. Standby was listed as 35 minutes. So felt good to save some time, but not a terrible time. Uh, earlier in the day, we had booked the soaring while we were sitting for dinner. Early in the day, we had booked... I think um, right after we scanned into, yeah, Haunted Mansion, we booked a Guardians of the Galaxy. And then our two-hour window was up while we were sitting for dinner. So we decided to go scan in for Soaring first so we could book another Lightning Lane after that. We were on the side. So last year we had sat in the middle and it was this beautiful view of all the places. But honestly, it was kind of funny to sit on the side and whoop, see the Eiffel Tower all curvy. The Eiffel Tower never looks right. No. It never yeah. looks right. But it, it, it's kind of, they tried, it's fun. <laughs> um, and it's, I know over Food and Wine Fest in Disneyland, it's soaring over California, but we've only done soaring around the world. Around the world, yeah. Where does it end there? Because it, Epcot, Disneyland. it ends at Epcot. Yeah, it ends at Disneyland at, yeah. So you see Tinkerbell over the castle. So it still lands at a different park than where you're at. Yeah. That's a good point too. <laughs> either way, even if it ended it up, it does either way, different park than where you are. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, we did soar and then we headed over and redeemed our Guardians Lightning Lane. Um, standby was listed as 65 minutes. Uh, we were in that rocket room in two minutes. What a cool animatronic that is to like see him like fall out of the vent and, and walk around. This. And mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And like if you wait just a hair longer after it ends, there's a cabinet where it has um, Star-Lord's uh, Walkman and you see the hand reach down and grab it. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. So it's it's cute to wait around and see that happen. Um, Guardians is such a fun ride. We had I think we had Burn in Love this time. Um, so it was like a fun ride to do have during Guardians of the Galaxy. It's fun that it's a different one every time. At that point, we headed over to Cars Land, and there was Mater just cruising around down that asphalt road. That... I wish they would do the Cars meets at Disney World. It It's really cool to see. I I don't think we saw any of the cars actually moving last year, so they had the cast members like making a way for him to kind of just drive around, but it's fun to be standing outside Flo's, and there's Mater. We decided to do single rider for Radiator Springs Racers. How was the wait? Did it actually reduce the wait time at it all? It did. So throughout the whole trip, the wait time was between 90 minutes to two hours. And in the single rider line, it was a 29 minute wait. Oh, wow. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's a gamble doing single rider. Often it's shorter, but sometimes it's the same amount of time. 
And so, that was our first more. time doing a single rider anywhere. But we're like, if we're going to do single rider, Radiator Springs Racer seems like the one to do it because there's the chance you could race each other. Uh, and when we got into the cars, he was right in front of me and we're like, oh, yeah, we're going to race. And then we didn't. <laughs> oh, now the, is that ride, is that one only a individual lightning lane or does that one count it towards Genie Plus? Okay. Yeah. I assumed because it that's such a popular ride, but I wasn't I sure. It was like twenty dollars. Oh yeah, no, yeah. that's. And, and again, like last year, we like booked it for right after World of Color, so it was we did we rope dropped it at last year in the morning, and it worked perfectly. And then we did the individual lightning lane at night, so it's really cool to do during the two different times of day. But this year, we... you just take what you can get. Yep, yep, and we liked it. Yeah. All right, where are you going after that? So after that, uh, we both really like Luigi's Rollick and Roasters. I feel like that's a ride that's more fun to watch than actually ride. The like idea behind it or the story, I guess, is that Luigi's cousins are coming to visit and they're having this dance party. So there's these different um, songs that you could get during each ride. So there's Hey Mambo and a song made up for the ride. Um, we're waiting in line and Taylor goes, oh, I really want the pizza delivery song from Spider-Man 2 video game. I'm like, that is not going to happen. What are you talking about? <laughs> and then sure enough, that's the, like he would manifest these things. Wow. What a weirdly specific song. <laughs> yeah. I, I It was just it just sounded like a, a, a Italian song that was instrumental. And I think that's how it happened. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just couldn't believe again that Taylor's like, oh, I really hope it's this. And then it was. It kept happening throughout the trip. Um, but yeah, it was, it's just a, it's a fun, quick ride. It's cool to see all the cars moving and it looks like they're dancing. And when you're in it, it just kind of whips you around a little bit. So it's fun. Um, at that point, it was 7.05. And I, I had two things I wanted to accomplish between our check-in for our dessert party and sitting down for our dessert party. And that was to be in Cars Land for sunset because at sunset they turn on the neon lights and they play Shaboom. And I wanted to ride uh, Incredicoaster at like dusk. So we, um, at 7.05, we checked in for our World of Color dessert party and it's behind the Little Mermaid ride by this like wheel that says Eureka Mining Company. That's where the check-in is. Uh, they gave us our wristbands and in the app, it says the event starts at 8, but I had read you can check in an hour early, and we were able to get seats in the cloth high-top high tables. Is it assigned seating? Or... Yes, okay. and that's what's nice to check in early. Like last year, we checked in and waited in the line, but I had read it was different, and I do like the way they did it this year, that you don't check in and then stand around for an hour, because to me, the point of doing a dessert party or dining package is to save you time. So Agreed. So I'm glad we were able to go do other things. So 7.05, we could have check in. And I remember we had sat in the high top seats last year. They're like cloth director chairs. But I knew they had folding cha chairs that were, you know, where you could actually put your feet on the ground. So I didn't remember what those chairs were like. So I, they're like, where would you like to sit? And I, I asked, okay, are the seats just folding chairs? And they're like, yes. I'm like, are they padded at all? <laughs> and I felt like so... In I felt bad for asking, but I, w I just wanted to be comfortable because that was the other. I don't feel point. bad for asking. You, you know, you yeah. weren't being rude about it. You were just asking the question. Yeah. And so they are, they're like, no, there's no padding. It's just a plastic folding chair. And I'm like, okay. And then because I'm thinking through what's going to be comfortable for my body and what's going to be comfortable for my leg. So I'm like, I can deal with this high top director chair for the hour we're going to be sitting in it. So I was like, we'll take the high tops. And they're like, great. We have one right in the center. Beautiful. And they are seated for four people. So they did tell us that we'll be seated with another couple, which we knew from last year. It's totally fine. We don't care. We're chatty people. So <laughs> it was fine. Making friends. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, so at that point it's seven Oh five and it's an out and eight o'clock is when the dessert party, you can sit down and start eating is and sunset is at seven forty six that night. So this like fine line of not wasting our time but not being late to the things I wanted to so we go on Little Mermaid it's a walk on we're on and off very quickly and then we go do as we do a lot in this hour it's wild to me then we go to Silly Symphony Swings and standby is listed as 15 minutes but we ended up waiting 14 minutes it's 7 40 when we get off so I'm like 
doing my little shuffle over to Cars Land <laughs> of my quick small steps. And we're at Cars Land at 744, so a couple minutes before sunset. And like it turns to 746. And my husband's like, are you sure this happens? I'm like, I, I, I guarantee you this happens. And so he quickly looks up and he goes, OK. It says it's like a minute to five minutes after um, sunset. And I don't remember at what point we did it, but we had booked a lightning lane for Incredicoaster so that we could do Incredicoaster right after the Shaboom song. So um, I think it's like 748, a, a group of cast members come out. And this is a part I didn't know they did. That was so charming. They are, they're coming out with these bubble wands and they're like, we're gonna make a circle, feel free to join us. So they kind of circle up and I, I don't know why they're making a circle. So we're just standing nearby. And then the song starts playing and they start dancing. So I, Taylor teases me because he goes, you just jumped right in. And I was like, <laughs> dancing as best as I could with this leg brace on. <laughs> like I would like hop onto my good foot and take a little small sidestep with my like leg brace. <laughs> and then so he's like dancing behind me and the cast member in front of us is like, I see you back there. Okay. <laughs> You're getting into it. Yeah. And that was like the first moment on the trip where I was having that overwhelming Disney feels of like tearing up. I'm so excited to be here. Like last year, like rope drop made me, oh, there's the castle. It's beautiful. I'm so happy to be here. And I, the Cars movies are charming and fine, but Cars Land is just so special. It's so impeccably done. Yeah. And so I, I highly recommend if you are in Disneyland and you can be at Cars Land for sunset, it's a, a very fun, lovely, charming experience to just be with a big group of people dancing and having a good time. And the neon lights come up. And so then after that, you make your way over to Incredicoaster. You were able to get that lightning lane. So you were able to do that mm -hmm. at sunset as you were hoping. Yep. So we uh, head over to Incredicoaster. It's listed as 40 minutes. We ended up waiting nine minutes before we're in the ride vehicle. As soon as we scanned in, I booked a Roger Rabbit. Um, and Incredicoaster at dusk is awesome because all the lights are coming up on the pier and it it was is what I wanted it to be. It was awesome. I'm so glad we did So it. after this, then are you going to the dessert party? Yes. We get seated at 820 for the dessert party. So a little later, our like the couple that's sitting with us, they're celebrating their anniversary. And so it was really nice to chat with them. They had already like eaten most of their desserts. Um so they they brought us our our desserts. They brought us our first drink. And then at 835, they're like, last call for booze. And we like just had sparkling wine. And we're like, yeah, we'll get the second cup right now. And it was honestly, I liked getting there a little later because then I snacked while we watched the show. So it worked out well. So you're the seating here. You stay in your seats during the mm -hmm. show. They don't yep. like usher you to a different Correct. place. OK, which is why I was OK getting there late. In Pixar Pier, you have the Mickey wheel, the pal around Ferris wheel. In front of that, there's the water where they do the World of Color show. And then they have different terraces. So they have the virtual queue right up in the water where you have to stand. And then they have some steps leading up to where our tables were. So there was a row of tables in front of us that were low tops. And then we were seated at a high top and then got to sit there the whole show. And so do you felt you felt like this was worth the the cost you said it was like 80 90 dollars i for a couple just the two of us and we both drink not like a ton but you know we can both drink two drinks um i, I to me it's worth it just to sit down because we were able to sit then for an hour because a little over an hour because the show is about 25 minutes long so while we were seated at 8 20 um the world of color started at nine o'clock so it's just nice to sit and enjoy the show now, I feel like if you have a big family, I don't know if it'd be worth it. Yeah, it's a lot to spend on like a family of five. Yeah, and I know they have a virtual queue for that standing area that's right in front of the dessert party and um, area. Okay. So, which was because as soon as the show started, people started putting their kids on their shoulder. And I'm like, ah, oh, I hate that. Oh, I hate that <laughs> I'm so like, much. I pay for this seat. Get this kid out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I want them to enjoy it too. But yeah. Okay, so after that, then you're heading back over to Disneyland for Roger Rabbit? Yes. So we park hop at 935 and we um, are going to take the railroad. We decide to get around to Toontown for that um, Roger Rabbit. And then at some point while we're park hopping, it turned to a multi-experience pass. So um, nine uh, nine o'clock is World of Color. Uh, 930 is Disneyland fireworks. So 
we're walking into Disneyland as the fireworks are going off. We get onto the platform of the railroad, uh, railroad. We see the fireworks. It's lovely. So we go from Main Street to the Frontierland uh, New Orleans Square stop. And this woman's like trying to get on the train with a stroller and she's really struggling and it's taking a long time. And my husband goes, hey, Rise of the Resistance is listed as 20 minutes. And we're like, oh, let's go. So we try to hop off the train and the cast member's like, no, you can't leave. We're about to go. Get back on. And we're like, oh, so sorry. Okay, okay. But then, you like, got in trouble. <laughs> we did. But then like the woman is still trying to get on the train three minutes later. And the child is sitting right behind us going, mom, mom, hurry up, mom. And there's a cast member, a different one right behind her. I'm like, I'm really sorry, but can we leave while she's packing up her stroller? And she's like, yeah, go, go that way. And so we like scurry away as quick as we can. Uh, I always tried not to be that person. I'm sympathetic as somebody with three kids, but at the same time, like, you know, you have to fold up the stroller on any sort of transportation. So don't wait until you're boarding, like fold it up before. And and again, I don't blame that woman either. And I, and it was, it was almost 10 o'clock and this looked like a five-year-old. So I get why the five-year-old was impatient. I get why the mom was struggling, but I'm really glad that other cast member. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. So after that stroller, uh, we did get off and got in line for rise to the resistance and um, standby was 45 minutes while we, when we first got there Uh, after five minutes, it creeped up to 60. Um, but it only took us 26 minutes to get to that Ray room. And then we were off the ride in 43 minutes. Um, so yeah, we're getting close to the end of the night. We had a Matterhorn lightning lane and that was charming to do at night and see Tomorrowland with all the lights. Uh, because Roger Rabbit's turned into a multi-experience pass, we just ended up using that for the Alice in Wonderland ride, which is the dark ride that they've refurbished with the projections and the videos from the movie. Um, I really wanted to do storybook canals at night because they have these beautiful lighted arches. And I thought it'd be so romantic. Um, <laughs> it, the, the captain was so over it. By the end of the <laughs> night it, I was like, it was charming to see all the little like the storybook canals just has little dioramas of all the movies. Uh, but it wasn't the romantic thing I thought it would be. Um, we had a big thunder lightning lane for 1135. We're off in 12 minutes and then we end our night at 11 45 doing jungle cruise and the skipper was again over it <laughs> he was so done <laughs> that's i mean that's late and you guys rope dropped and then stayed out yeah really I, late i like counted with shows and attractions i think we did like over 20 different things so wow. we had a long day you really made good use of genie plus i don't know that you would have been able to do as much at disney right. world with it yeah and that's like kind of the thing I'm trying to get in the mindset of as I list, I do really enjoy listening to people's trip reports because it's, I feel like a good way to know what's possible. Know what to expect. Yeah. And it's very different at Disneyland versus Disney World. Okay. And what's nice is you're able to walk back to your resort as well. Okay. So the next morning, are you guys rope dropping again? Are you sleeping in because it's a late night? We rope dropped again. I will, you know, I joked with my husband. I'm like, we had a little bit of a later start. We left our hotel at 7.05 instead of 6.55. I've made it my little tradition to sew uh, something before we go. Last year, I sewed this like blue dress with like Mickey uh, silhouettes all over it. And this year I sewed uh, a skirt that had like classic Disney movie posters on it. And like the main color for that skirt was yellow. So then I had the idea to bound as Snow White. And um, she's not my favorite princess, but I look good in navy. And we were also hoping to see <laughs> Rogers the Musical that day. So I thought the navy and red worked well for both Snow White Bound and Rogers the Musical. So where are you starting then? Which park? This day we're starting from um, Disney California Adventure DCA. And we're about 15 feet back from the rope. And in summer of 2022, rope dropping Radiator Springs Racers went so well. And um, this year it did not. And we once again made the poor decision to wait out a ride closure. Oh no. Um, okay, so yeah. what what happened? So there like we 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 rope drop um Radio Springs Racers and I will say it sounds like this is the ride that they try to kind of line you up to go back for. So like they as you get into Cars Land they're like stay on the asphalt, stay on the right side of the road and um they are making an announcement at the ride that it's a minor delay to start the day and it had happened like that last year but it took five minutes and this year we like waited 32 minutes before they even started floating mm, people. yeah you never know you never know when the rides go down 
Yeah, and I will say it, it took us like 90 minutes to get on the ride. But, so we did kind of waste our rope drop time. But throughout the whole trip, it was listed as a 90 to two hour wait. And what I said to Taylor was, I really wanted to ride the ride with him since we did single rider the day before. And we had Genie Plus, so we were able to like, we booked our first one as soon as we scanned in. And like right before we got on the ride, we were able to like book our second one. So we had two lightning lanes ready to go. So we did Radiator Springs Racers together. It's lovely. Uh, had another lightning lane for Incredicoaster, lightning lane for Guardians of the Galaxy. And while we were in, uh, we were through the rocket room waiting to get on that gantry lift, the elevator, uh, we were able to join the virtual queue for Rogers the Musical. Very easy. Not a problem at all. Is that the only way to see that show? No. You can buy for $29 priority seating. $29? No, I'm not about that. That's Uh, a lot of money. You get like a popcorn bucket. You get a lanyard. You get a special seating area. But again, I don't don't want... To me, paying the extra money is to save you time. I don't want to have to get to the special seating area early. Are you a Marvel person? We we d- we did rewatch um, the Captain America, the first Avenger before we went, and we had just watched all of Secret Invasion. Okay, I guess you know some of it depends on your level of interest in Marvel. Like for me personally, it wouldn't be worth it because I'm I am not a Marvel person. I am a Marvel person, and it still wasn't worth it to me. How long is is it? Thirty minutes. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. short. I'm glad. So you you can so you can pay the twenty nine dollars. Not for us. We did the virtual queue because we did want to see it. Um, but I will say when we were getting into Rogers, the musical, I could see people in standby and they were getting in, um, just fine. So if you're going before August 31st, I think is when it closes. I wouldn't, I would just try for the virtual queue. And if you don't get it, standby. And they do two drops. So they do the 1030 virtual queue for the first two shows of the day. And then a two o'clock virtual queue for the last two shows of the day. And if you are in DCA, you can enter the virtual queue, or if you have park off, hoppers and you've scanned into Disneyland, you can enter the... Do you get to pick queue. which showtime or does it just give you... It just gave us the showtime, but it gave us the showtime we You want. don't get to select of the two shows that you're eligible for at that virtual queue mm-hmm. time. Okay. Yeah. Which is why we were really hoping for the vir- first virtual queue, because I think the showtimes in the afternoon were 3.30 and 5, and we had dinner reservations at 4. So mm, okay. One yeah, would really... neither would work. Yeah. But we got the one we wanted, so... Yay! Um, after we got off Guardians, we felt confident with our virtual queue abilities. So I'm looking forward to Tron in Disney World. I'm feeling <laughs> like I'm going to nail it, I'm hoping. You will. Uh, but anyways, uh, as we were making our way uh, from Incredicoaster to Guardians, I saw they had a Joffrey stand. And I was like, oh, wanna, I know this is big in Disney World. I do love Joffreys. Yeah, I, I liked what we got. So we mobile ordered the s'mores cold brew we each got one this time we're like no i need my own caffeine after yesterday uh and then we shared a bulgogi burrito from lucky fortune cookery which is on what is now called uh pacific wharf but it's going to be san fran sokyo soon and both were absolutely delicious 10 out of 10 recommend um yeah and then we had a little our show was at 12 30 so we had a little time to kill and we wanted to sit down so we did turtle talk with crush at 11 30 and we both kind of thought it'd be relaxing and we'd zone out but it was the first time we'd done it and it's charming and engaging so yeah we we got to um rogers the musical about 20 minutes before showtime which 15 minutes before is when they started letting people in so we were near the back of the virtual queue people but it seemed like the people who paid $29 sat on the bottom level like the orchestra area we were on the first mezzanine and then it seemed like pretty much everybody in standby made it to the upper mezzanine so and I thought it was a perfectly fine show definitely would not pay extra um it's it's got a weird energy where it doesn't know if it wants to be sincere or campy and I feel like if there wasn't the Hawkeye show it and you know that that number itself is supposed to be really campy, it wouldn't be enjoyable. But Interesting. I will say, like, the scene where he's doing the Star-Spangled Man and he's transitioning through that story of the first Captain America movie, it's really cool how they do the different transitions. They have, like, comic book frames that he's stepping into, and that's a very, it's very striking. I feel like there's a lot theatrically they do well. But yeah, weird energy to the show. I mean. I still like 
teared up during the two I want songs, but whatever, I wish songs. So like, what? who am I to really like complain too much? I'm a theater person, so I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm a, I'm currently a third through fifth grade drama teacher. So oh, I like, okay. But yeah, so I, I, Rogers the Musical, it's fun if you like Marvel. It, I think it's skippable if you're not a theater person or you're not a Marvel fan. Um, and this is the day after. So we did Marvel stuff back to back. So then we did Web Slingers. We had a lightning lane after that. Last year, Web Slingers was an individual lightning lane, and we both got off the ride. We're like, we like this a lot more. And I'm like, I think it's because we didn't have to pay extra yeah. for it this year. <laughs> Funny how that makes a difference. Yeah. I like crushed Web Slingers, and I don't know why, but I got like in the top 10% of the day. My score was like 248,000. I looked it up later. People who go all the time get like two, uh, 250,000 to 300,000. Nice. So feeling good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And then after that, we it's 1.30. We head over to Disneyland. We do some park hopping. And what a lovely time to enter Disneyland Park. The atmosphere is amazing. Dapper Dan's are singing. The Fab Five is meeting. I had Disney bound as Snow White. And I had heard that the Evil Queen and Snow White meet to the right side of the castle. There's like the Snow White wishing well. And I saw a line of people and I was like, oh, yeah, this is Snow White. Ours is the Evil Queen. But as soon as we got to the back of the line, the cast member ste- stepped in front of us. And they're like, this is the end of the line. I'm like, oh, man. Oh, and I was, I'm not a big, I need to meet the characters. I just thought for the outfit, it'd be fun. So, you know, we, we start to go around the line because there's like a pathway still past the wishing well into fantasy land. And I was like, we can take some pictures with her statue in the wishing well. Um, but there's like a family meeting with, it was Snow White and there's a family meeting with her. So we stop and wait because I don't want to walk in front of their photos or I don't know if they're taking a video. So we kind of stand there for a minute, let them wrap up. And then as the next family's about to start, we walk past Snow White and she does like wave to me and she's like, I see your, I had like poison apple earrings. She's like, I see your apples. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) That was a very good Snow White impression. So thank you. I think it's that drama background. No. (laughs) Uh, but I am like, I'm glad we didn't have to wait in the line and I still have a little interaction with her. It was cute. Um, and then after that, we had a 150 Ogas. And when we were first booking dining, we were like, we can skip Ogas. We're going to Disney World. We did it last year. But then like after our dining time had passed, I started having some FOMO. So I signed, I signed up for mouse dining and I did get a notification and I was able to book this day. And that was a free service. And I didn't click the link through the email. I just saw the time they said was open, opened up the app and got that. Yeah, sometimes the links, it makes you sign in again and it can make the process a little bit longer and then things are gone by the time you get in there. Exactly. So I think having that tip was really nice to know and easy peasy to book that. Um, (laughs) I ordered the fuzzy tauntaun because I wanted to try the numbing and that was a big mistake. I did not like that one. I hated it. Yeah, I did not like that one at all. It's so much. Like if it had... A little bit, it, it would have been fine. Or the people who sat down with us, they ordered one too, and she got a straw with it. And I was like, oh, if I had a straw. I, um, again, my husband's like a big Star Wars nerd. So like DJ Rex is playing his tunes. He's like, I'm disappointed DJ Rex isn't spinning any. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I forget that's the name of the actual music in the universe. <laughs> and it's not, feel free to cut this out. I don't know. I may have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, maybe I'll just leave this in and people can figure out what it's called. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I should have like warned you ahead of time. <laughs> but like, that's like the name of the music in the universe. The like, da, da, like da, can da, you keep da, your da, voice da. down, please? I'm like, there's Did children over that? here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then by they left, by the time we left, they did play it. So I'm sorry. I should have like said like, this might not be appropriate, but that's the actual name that George Lucas decided. For what reason? Okay. I don't know. Um, we headed to the Enchanted, we got a little Dole Whip we mobile ordered, checked out the Enchanted Tiki Room, and <laughs> my husband is like lip syncing along to the songs and all the jokes, and he's just living his best life in the Tiki Room. <laughs> uh, we do Star Tours again, because what a great ride that my husband loves, and I tolerate, and he does a lot <laughs> for me, so I got to tolerate it. Uh, but this time we had the Lightning Lane, and it only took 18 minutes. Um Around then, I was checking the tip board and uh, Space Mountain and Indiana Jones were gone for the day. I'd occasionally see like a later time pop up, but by any time I tried to grab it, it was gone. So that's okay. Even though this was supposed to be our budget trip, we booked Carthay Circle and I should have maybe looked at the menu ahead of time because it is not a budget friendly uh, restaurant. Was it good though, at least? It was delicious. It was so good. 
and again it was it was the the it's based off the theater snow white premiered in my husband's a big movie fan i was bounding as snow white i thought it would be a fun break and it was our server like stood and chatted with us for 10 minutes and it was just a really lovely experience and i don't know if it's because our they don't open till 4 p.m and we had a reservation right at four so there was hardly anyone else in there um but something he was saying was that mondays are the busiest day at disneyland that's true of magic kingdom as well oh good to, yeah good to know he's like people think it's not going to be busy but the least busiest days are wednesday and thursday so um i got a beast schnitzel and he got a lamb sausage rigatoni uh we typically what we like to do is we will like each order an entree and then switch plates halfway through and he like doesn't like mustard so for the schnitzel for him it was a little dry for me i thought it was delicious and great so when he was younger his family went to disney world a lot and they would typically do their dinners at epcot and again it's been a long time since he's gone i think the last time he went was 2004 but he said i was asking him what he thought in comparison to the dinners he's had and he said it's his best Disney food memory. So oh, I don't wow. know if it's as good as, but is, is Citrico still around in mm -hmm. Disney World? Okay. I didn't, yeah. I, he said that and I hadn't heard of it. And so he's like, I've eaten at Citrico. I've eaten at La Cellier. He's like, to me, this was my best food memory. He's like, and maybe it's recency bias. But but this day we did take a break at our hotel. It's 510. So we go back and lay down for a little bit. Um, but it is a very short break because we are checking into our Roger Rabbit Lightning Lane at 710. So I think we were only back at our hotel for 30 minutes. Um, one of my goals I want to do is see Magic Happens, that parade that's going on right there. When we scanned into, and it's at 630. So we scan into Roger Rabbit at 610, and then my husband is irritated because his lightning band will, his magic band will not stop buzzing. It's light, it's lighting up, it's buzzing. He like has to take it off and turn it off because it is driving him nuts. Weird. So, we're off Roger Rabbit in seven minutes. And that was, we didn't do it last year. It's a cute, fun ride. I wouldn't wait 40 minutes for it, but I'm glad we were able to use the lightning lane and do it in seven. Uh, so we get off the ride. And so Taylor goes to check with the cast members at um, where you scan in to, to see if they can do anything. And they're like, oh, just try scanning it again. And there was a, we had booked Roger Rabbits earlier. It went down, we got a multi-experience pass and we booked it again. So when he scanned it again, like he, like they told him to do, it took one of those multi-experience passes, which we didn't realize in the moment. Oh. So we start walking away back to Small World because that's where the parade ends. And we just get out of Toontown when he has that realization. He checks the app and, and it's gone. And he's like, oh, man, uh, let's just go find a spot for the parade. I know you want to do it. And I'm like, no, like, let's just go back while it's still the same cast member. Right, and right. so we go back and they're like we can only give you the multi-experience for this ride and at first i think they just mean we can redeem it here and i'm like uh that's not really what we want he's like no i mean like you could use it for the same rides that this ride's worth so they took care of that quickly by the time we like get back over to the small world area there is no spots for the parade it is just packed. so i'm like there i'm like there's always a walkway so let's just like try walking backwards along the parade route but then there's a spot where like the walking path veers away from where the parade path is so I have the idea. I'm like, let's let's get on the teacups because the parade goes right past the teacups. But we're on the teacups immediately. And what I should have just done is keep riding the teacups. <laughs> but then I look over at Small World and I see this at Small World, you load outside and then you go in. My husband hates Small Worlds with a passion. So like does so mine. People. I see the Small World standby line. Looks like it's a little backed up. And in Disneyland, you load outside and you go inside. I'm like, I know you don't want to do it, but I do want to do Small World on the <laughs> I'm like, I know you don't want to do it, but I do want to do Small World on the <laughs> This seems like the right time to do it. Let's let's go get in that standby. I line like that that's watch. how you're going to convince him. I know I did. And yeah. he, like, he felt so bad that we had to go back <laughs> for the Roger Rabbit. Ah, the guilt like, got him. I, I see. I owe you. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> We're both like, like, this is going to be torture, which maybe it was. But um, so we go get in line for um, Small World. And what I don't know is that they load from two sides and instead of putting us on the side that's backed up we get on almost immediately <laughs> so we're on i'm like well we're here we can't just leave now because then they're gonna like no we were just trying to cheat the system <laughs> but we are like on the boat and i do see the mickey float um and then we're in small world and then at first we're both into it charming lovely he's like you know what i don't hate this as much as last year and i say i think it's because you didn't have to wait last year we waited 40 minutes 
Um, but then we get like stuck right in the last room for like five. <laughs> I think it's only five, but he he says fifteen. It feels longer. But by the time we to him, yeah, and by the t- yeah by the time we get off, it's like the parade's gone and done. <laughs> so we did not see magic happens, but I'm not a huge parade person. I just like the design of the floats and I'm just happy I got to hear the music in person and see Mickey on the float. So it's okay, I guess. <laughs> so after missing the parade, we like then go to Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway because small world is right by Toontown. Uh, the wait is posted at 45 minutes, but only took us 25 minutes to get to the theater and 33 minutes to get on the train. And that's when it kind of hits me. Like the line was longer when we got in it the second day. And I'm like, yeah, we probably should not have waited 65 <laughs> minutes the day before. But. You know, you didn't know what you didn't know. Exactly. And it was it was still a fine day. Um, so I, I really wanted to see Wondrous Journey, the fireworks show going on it. Uh, and normally we're not a big firework people, but I knew it was like a celebration of animation, really wanted to see it. So we're like, okay, we're not going to make the same mistake. It's eight o'clock. We had to do Snow White's Enchanted Kiss because the outfit got like a picture with like the storybook in the queue. And um, we were on in about 20 minutes. So perfect timing. It's 830. I had read about a spot on Main Street, which is a great view of the castle and of the projections on the Main Street building. So he got in line to get a churro and Coke while I staked out a spot. And I will say, um, the spot is right by Refreshment Corner. And I feel like it would have been a perfect spot if I had stayed in the middle of the street or go to the right side of the street because the fireworks don't go off directly behind the castle. They're a little bit to the left. So where we ended up standing, some of the fireworks I couldn't see because of a tree, but the projections were beautiful and worth it of its own. That's a good tip. Yeah. So where I didn't, I, but I had seen a curb on the left side of the street and I'm like, yeah, it's time to sit and rest this leg. So I'm not painful by any means, but it was like, I could tell it's tired and I didn't want to push it. About 15 minutes before fireworks, they make everyone stand up, totally understand. And then like fireworks are starting and this family of five comes in right in front of me. I'm like, it's okay. It's fine. I still have a good view. But then all five of them pull out their phones and they're all five of them filming. Yeah. Do all five of you need the video? Yeah. Like, are you ever going to watch this again? You know, like I post Disney stuff as like a job online and even I don't like sit and film fireworks for like an entire show. It just, it's, it's silly. And I get wanting to get a couple of snaps here and there. It's, it's fun to post the little reels and pictures on social media, but like all five of you, the whole show. And, but it's such a gorgeous show. The, the projections on main street, like such a tribute to Disney animation. There's this beautiful song where it starts with, um, I can go the distance from Hercules nineties kid. So loved it. Then it layers in, um, I forget the exact order, but like the Bell song, um, the reprise of Bell. You're like, this is great. What a great mashup. Layers in Moana. What? Trifecta of great Disney songs. And then they get in Hunchback. And it's just so cool how they were able to put those four songs together in the different animation. So we are really glad we saw the show. Um, and then we have some lightning lanes ready to go. So I'll just go through this quickly because I, I know I've taken a bunch of your time. Um, we have a 955 Haunted Mansion. It's a walk-on again. It's lovely. Uh, we do Astro Blasters with a lightning lane. And I did so well in Web Slingers and terrible. <laughs> that skill didn't translate from nope. one to the other. <laughs> no, sure did it. Well, the beginning of the ride, I was just like slowly aiming and like pointing. And it was about three-fourths of the ride where I'm like, oh, yeah, you're supposed to like just go ham and like pull the trigger all the time. <laughs> so whoopsies. Um and we had um, another multi-experience pass, so we decided to use it on uh, Big Thunder Mountain. We had a regular lightning lane for Big Thunder Mountain and the multi-experience pass. So we lightning lane Big Thunder Mountain, go to do Pirates as a standby because there's no lightning lane in Disneyland for Pirates. Go back to Big Thunder Mountain. We request and ride row 15. It's awesome. I love it. Get whipped around a little bit more. And then at that point, it's um, 1130 and the park closes at 12. And so my husband wanted to do one more Jungle Cruise, and I kind of wanted to do Peter Pan. But Peter Pan was listed as a 30-minute wait. And we're like, if we do Jungle Cruise, there's a chance we could do Peter Pan. But if we do Peter Pan, we're definitely not doing Jungle Cruise. So we do go to do Jungle Cruise. It's like we, we have to wait eight minutes. And then our skipper, it was the quickest Jungle Cruise I've ever done. 
it was like manic energy and she's just like within through the jokes the boat does not stop until like the very end and only because she's waiting for the boat in front of her to unload so when we so we do you think she one, is she just like so on top of it or is she like i need to go home now while we were waiting to load the boat she was like because they have that gun they use for the hippopotamus scene she was reloading it and this the cast member who was helping people load was like come on you're killing us so i think like she was kind of doing it in response to him giving her a hard time for going slow i is, see is my guess okay but it's 11:50 when we get off jungle cruise so in my mind oh, that means we get to do peter pan so i don't say anything to my husband i just book it off of the, the ride and start heading to fantasy land and he's like i'm worried about you your leg maybe take it a little slower and we get in line for peter pan and it's a 40 minute wait and my husband just physically deflates oh like, he's like i i don't think i can wait 40 minutes for this ride and i'm like okay well and now i have some of that same energy our skipper had apparently i'm like okay it's 11:55. we we got to do one more because we made it here so uh we hustle over to dumbo 11:57. we ride dumbo and then there you go that's all right Disney so you trip. still ended with a classic just not the one you had planned on and that's okay we and and the thing for me was i i know they're a little different but there is a peter pan at disney world and we started our trip last year with rope dropping peter pan and so i still have lovely memories it's all good and <laughs> You know, he'd done so much for me. I got to do something for him. And then this concludes your your Disneyland adventure. It does. The next morning we wake up. I had had my eye on a spirit jersey and I learned as a short curvy lady, spirit jerseys are not for me. Oh, no. Uh, oh, I love spirit jerseys. And I've heard they look so comfortable, but uh, maybe it was just the one. There was one that was like purple for like the hundred year celebration with a bunch of like animated characters on the back with like the conductor Mickey and we both love music. I thought it'd be fun, but they were out of the large size. So like the medium was too tight on my torso and the extra large was just the sizing is weird on them. Yeah. So that, that kind of like bummed me out that I was like, oh, maybe I should have looked. Well, at you other, just like... saved yourself like $90. So that's true. <laughs> like when like, and it was supposed to be budget. So, you know, thank you, Disney, for weird sizing and saving me money. And I did try the jalapeno popper corn dog which was delicious but hot so on like a summer day i was like mm, this is tasty but maybe a mistake and then we walked back to our hotel we had left our bags with checkout and that was an easy process and booked our uber and headed off to john wayne airport which you're like checked bag and through security in five minutes it was awesome oh wonderful yeah after like experience we like flew into la and then flew out of john wayne if if I'm just going for Disney, I think John Wayne is the way to go if, if the ticket price makes sense. And mm. for us, it made more sense to do one-way tickets. That, that's another thing for the budget. We, like, waited to buy our plane tickets to, like, I would researched winter flights cheaper. And instead of doing a round trip, we did those individual flights. Yeah, sometimes that is the cheaper way to go. How does this trip have you feeling about your upcoming Disney World trip? We so we talked about it a lot, and I think for me, some of the magic of Disney is experiencing new things. Uh, new things, so I'm very excited for our Disney World trip, and I feel very content with our Disneyland time. Like I don't. Last summer I left, and I was like, I need to go to a Disney park. And this summer I left, and I'm like, I need to go to Disney World. So I'm very excited. Time to do something different and exciting. So what do yeah. you have planned for your Disney World trip? You said you're you're doing. A run Disney event. Yeah. So we were staying at Caribbean Beach. We like, because because we're starting our trip in December of 2023, we were able to book our trip before the 2024 rooms opened up. So we're checking into Caribbean Beach on like December 29th and we're flying back on January 8th. So it is a long trip. Okay. Will you and or your husband come back and share with us your Disney World takes? I will say, like, he was very jealous that I was here today. And he was like, maybe bring up to Julie that both of us can do it. Uh, we but could do that if you want. He's very jealous. We both love your podcast. Oh, thank you. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing Disneyland with me. I'm excited yeah. to hear about Disney World in a few months. A giant thank you to Megan for being on the show. Um, you know, we discussed at the beginning of part one, you know, Disney World versus Disneyland because they they are going back to Disney World the end of this year. Um, and so hopefully they'll be able 
to join me again to talk about Disney World, Run Disney, the differences between Disneyland, because they've got a, a few recent Disneyland trips under their belt. And so now they're switching over to Disney World, which is a very different experience. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, there is a link in the show notes where you can leave me a voicemail message. Otherwise, thanks for listening, guys, and I'll see you in the parks. Bye.